You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Here we go. Okay. Can you hear that, Charge? Yes. Love it. Here we go, kids. Buckle up. Oh, beauty, go. Okay. All right, Charge joins us on a Wednesday. Charge, how are things in the great white north? I'm in Arizona where it is beautiful. Of course it is beautiful. And, at, you know, here it's it's like 32 degrees and stuff's melting. So it's, you know, by our standards, it's pretty great. Now, did you and I get caught up in the uh, in the Arizona? You know, they are uh, they are uh, daylight savings uh, uh, deniers, right? Yes. And so I think they're daylight savings deniers. And I think you and I got caught up in the is it mountain time? Is it Pacific time? Are right. they daylight? Are they not? Right. I think you and I got caught up in that whole fiasco today. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's hilarious because I was having the hardest time figuring out when when my show in Milwaukee would be once March 12th hits and the rest of the country leaps forward 
right. the rest of the country is on daylight savings time. And I was I was stuck, Charcha. I was like, wait. So would my start time here in Arizona stay at 5 a.m., which it is now? Or would it move back to 4 a.m.? Right, right. What would, that's, what would your I, answer? What would your answer be? Because right now it's a one-hour difference, but in March it'll be a two-hour. Yeah, two-hour difference. That's right. In March it'll be a two-hour difference. So yep. are they keying off of my time, where my time stays the same and their time changes, or is it the other way around? I'll hang up and listen to your answer. I do have the answer. I finally figured it out. You, you did figure it out. I yeah, I would have guessed that your 6 a.m. start time there would be 4 a.m. Yes. Pacific. It would turn to 4 a.m. to get the show on time, on air, in Milwaukee, if I was here in Arizona after March 12th, because... Everyone else leaps forward on March yeah. 12th. So, therefore, the 6 o'clock mark in Milwaukee becomes a fakey 7 o'clock by an arbitrary move of the head of the clocks forward. So, for me to catch up, I've got to go backwards to 4 a.m., which sounds convoluted, but it actually makes sense to me. <laughs> it, it, this, suddenly, this has turned into the end of the movie Interstellar, where I've got to try to figure out, like... Time coming to a stop as you approach a black hole and go backwards, and I, I, just, I don't know. Oh yeah, time, time travel, and the fact that gravity can change time is an, one of the many mind-blowing things about uh, you know uh, space dynamics and metaphysics and yes. whatever they call the, that I, field of study. Even our, even our, even our piddling astronauts who you know, all they do is go, you know, like orbiting around, you know, around the, the planet, right? You know, they don't go very far. They'll come back and they've, they've gained, I guess, gained on us a handful of seconds. Sure. And the first time that I remember this whole, this whole concept coming to light, do you remember the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Of course. When they, you know, they're up on Devil's Tower at the end of the movie and the alien ship comes down and the aliens don't come off first. It's the it's the humans who have come out who have been abducted from like the 40s and 50s, but they haven't aged because they've been moving at the speed of light all this time. And they've so they have not aged a bit and they come out looking just like the way they were. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, here it is. Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity. Oh, I've heard of that guy and this thing. <laughs> it's where, but can you explain it? It's where gravity is stronger, time passes more slowly. It's called time dilation. Gravity is stronger closer to the center of the Earth. So according to Einstein, Time should pass more slowly closer to the ground. The fact Insane. that one man came up with this and it was proven to be correct years and years and years ago is mind-boggling, right? It is. And it was all theoretical, right? There's no way to measure any of this stuff. This is like 1910, right? right? Isn't that Einsteinish? Right. 1920s? Yeah, black and is white photos. The earliest black and white photos, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact, I think he was 20s and 30s. Because, uh, wait, or it's even 40s because he got forced out by the Nazis. I think he fled Nazi Germany in the 30s. Albert I'm Einstein, going 1930s. He was born in 1879 in Ulm, Germany, and died in 1955. Wow. Okay. He so lived, he's doing he lived, his, his, he lived to 76. He's doing his key work in the 20s, 30s, 40s, probably. Right. 
And it was, it, like I said, it was, I, it was all theoretical to him because he could, they couldn't have the, they didn't have the way to measure most of this stuff. They were doing it on paper and he, he had, you know, but he, he was right about yeah. like everything. Now yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, daylight savings time truther or jihadist. I, oh, I am. You are. Okay. So you want oh, just, yeah. you want one standard time and you want to stick with it. No moving of clocks. Correct. Okay. Correct. In fact, and, I hate what they I hate what they do right now because they are depriving us of evening sun. When I don't I don't need morning sun okay. because all I'm doing is getting ready to go to work. Uh, right. Okay. I want the evening sun when I'm barbecuing and I'm outside with my family and I'm having beers with my neighbors. That's what I want. So I want what you want? Sun. What you want is you want to turn the clocks to daylight savings time and then rip the knob off. So it can't Correct. be set back. So you want yes. a permanent spring forward because nobody wants to cheat ourselves out of extra daylight in the wonderful summertime evenings. That's right. one of life's great delights and joys. So we don't want to get rid of that. But you do know that in some places, and you're pretty far north, so yes. it would be pretty extreme. In the dead of winter at the winter solstice, the sun ain't coming up till like 8 a.m., I know, but right now the sun's but Dave, at times the sun's going down here at like four thirty. I know. You know it's a bad deal. The, and, the, you know, so the, ra- the reasoning was when people are up and about, school kids as well, it being pitch black at eight, eight thirty is a bad thing. They said that they had studies that showed there was more car accidents when it was dark and that there was more danger. So that's why they said we should, you know, uh, you know, fiddle with the clocks once, well, twice a year, <laughs> move it up, move it back, so you wouldn't be in the pitch black when every kid is going to the bus stop and people are going to work. That's the theory, at least. Yeah, I think that is that was the theory. And you know what? I deny that. And I just <laughs> say that, you, don't, you know, I, who cares on my commute into work? Who cares on that bus ride into school? It doesn't matter. You're not you're not fundamentally outside okay. anyway. All right. How about this though? Imagine the current job you hate, people out there listening. If you're in a job you hate, I'm sorry, but imagine the job you hate. Mm-hmm. The boss who's an asshole. And the yeah. company that is completely fucked up and the salary that is unbefitting of your time and energy. Think of all that. <laughs> now think about preparing to go there in the pitch black. In the dead of winter, you gonna be happy then? It's gonna yes, make it but, even but worse. Dave, I, here's the great thing: I'm gonna come home from that awful, shitty existence. I'm gonna come home to my loving family, my dog, my 1.5 dogs, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into my backyard. It'll where it's be, gonna be sunny and be, warm and I, beautiful. I no, it's winter. That's the point, though. See the the Fine. okay. See the extra. The, those of you that want that extra hour of light in the afternoon in the winter are kind of full of it because you're not doing anything outdoors, especially not in Minnesota, with your hour of extra light in the winter. So to me, it's like, okay, fine. I wasn't using that day of that hour of light anyway. Not in the winter. Yeah, I'd still rather, okay, you know, like right now, I I am basking in sunlight and warmth right now. And I'm looking out at a backyard that is covered in tracks. Me playing with the dogs, throwing nice. stuff around. I mean, it's not the same as summer, but you still do stuff. It's not like you never leave the igloo, you know, in the winter time. <laughs> no, never leave the igloo. Yes. All right. Let's talk Brady in this so-called gap year before yeah. taking this job with Fox Sports, uh, with Fox in their lead analyst role. 
said he wants to really, you know, study and take some time. He said he needs to decompress. It's all mm-hmm. bullshit because two things. One, there's no game for seven months, right? It's February 7th. So he's got plenty of time to prepare. Secondly, you don't get good at anything unless you do it. I'm a firm believer in that. He's got to get in there and do the job. And the first year of him doing games is going to be the worst year of him doing games, assuming that he puts something into it. Now, it's funny. There was a Romo story that apparently CBS had a Romo intervention. Did you see that? I did see that story that CBS denied, but that doesn't mean they did, it didn't happen. I believe a thousand percent it happened that they knew that Romo was starting to mail it in and that his work was slipping and that they tried to pull him aside and go, look, you know, you need to do a little bit more preparation, had kind of an intervention for him. Now, will Brady put his full weight into being the best analyst he can be? Will he be any good? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. And the definition of good, Charge, varies greatly, doesn't it? Well, and it's very subjective, right? Yes. You know, there are people who think Greg Olson has become the best color analyst and other people who think he doesn't Talks even belong too much. on TV. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, the delta between what people's opinions are about what they want in an analyst is really wide, for sure. Very. Yeah. Now, you're making you're making one key, I think, Omission. I think, oh, a potential mistake with this Brady gap year. I think you're making the assumption he's going to be partying for the next, uh, like 18 months. He doesn't party. I he think, eats avocado ice cream and takes naked ice selfies cream. I, I think you mean sorbet. Ice cream's got milk fat. Hello. Sorry. Um, so I must be talking to somebody from a dairy state. Minnesota. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I believe he's going to be practicing live calls in a very structured setting where no, you know, it's just him and people working with him all football season so that he's actually going to have done lots of, lots of work on his craft during this coming next football season. So it will not be that. Yes, I do. I think perfectionist that he is, he's going to use the 2023 season as his preseason. And he's going to be, it's going to be working in real time with some, you know, slappy play-by-play guy, he'll be doing the color, and they'll be doing practice reps oh all season. So he rolls into 2024, and it will not be his rookie campaign. Wow. I uh, I think that would be incredible. I'm a little bit dubious. I was tipped off as to the, hey, dummy, here's what's really happening. He's taking a gap year because he wants to be available to play for a team that is in desperate need of a quarterback that makes a billion percent more sense he wants to be brawn of the blackwater he wants to be a sellsword charge oh you need a quarterback i am available let's go okay now when would that happen i don't i you know if at any time up until the season and even during the season that's when it's more compelling. And uh, by the way, yes. both of our theories could be true. My theory That's is true. that you know he's, they, they, they might, could do you know, both at the same time. You're right. He, you're right. He could be. He could be doing these practice play-by-play stuff, waiting for a team. Let's just take the Eagles. Right. You're the Eagles of this year, and this Jalen Hurts shoulder injury. Let's say it would have been season-ending. He walks into the number one seed Eagles, and in in mid-December, and then rides that into the playoffs. That's a possibility for him. And he could play he could play that out and just say, I'm gonna take a wait and see. I'm not gonna hook my wagon to 
you know, insert team here, the Packers, whoever you want. Sure. Um, and, and I'm not going to look at in, in the summer. I'm going to wait and play the field through the season and see if there's a great team that suddenly needs a quarterback. Yeah. And and I would be excited for that. It would, it would put a real jolt into an NFL season, right? Very oh God, nice. Yeah. And Brady coming back for that. Hell yeah. God, would it. <laughs> right. If you want them to be good or if you want them to suck and get killed, either way, you got a compelling thing to look at. For sure. Speaking of compelling things to look at, did you see Brady in his underwear? I did. And okay, he's obviously skinny. He's an athlete. He eats avocado. He, is skinny. he eats avocado sorbet, not yes. ice cream. And that's fine and well. I couldn't get over the face though. He's what, changed so much. Okay, but what kind of photoshopping was done on the face? <laughs> what kind of filter? Well, why do you think it's photoshopped? Okay, but it looked like he was filtered. I had to do a double, triple check. I'm like, are you sure that's Brady? Like, what the hell? Maybe it was the lighting. Maybe it was the black and white. I don't know. You don't think it's the obvious weight loss that he's that he's gone through in the last season? I mean, he doesn't he doesn't look like the same guy. Reportedly, 15 pounds that he did not have to lose that came off him over the course of this tumultuous last 12 months, yeah. right? I'm looking at it right now, and I swear to God, it looks like it's a computer-generated image. It looks like a video game image of oh, Brady. Maybe. Well, with dude, the, I mean, look at, look, at what art, look at what artificial intelligence is doing with all these images now. I know. Right? You just have to type in, you just have to type in uh, into an AI art bot Tom Brady, and it just, you know, Tom Brady on the moon or whatever you want, and it just generates it. So, yeah, these days are coming. So You're, we're going to, we are on the cusp, Zabe, of not being able to trust anything that we ever see oh, as being an, as actually, as actually having happened. It's a, it's a massive, scary problem. Real scary problem. We're already at the point in our civic life and certainly politics where no amount of, well, first of all, the facts are no longer even agreed upon. There's Correct. no agreed upon truth. Uh, we've diverted into tribalism where each tribe believes their own reality, whether it's true or not. And then Correct. now you're going to have the most compelling supporting evidence, which is visual evidence. If, you know, they say that, you know, people only believe what they see, you're going to have uh, the ability to produce things that people see That'll make them believe whatever it is the people that you want. making that yes, stuff that's want right. them. And that is scary. Hell, remember the start of the pandemic when China had actors stage falling to the ground on security <laughs> camera? And because the pandemic to scare the shit out of people, you saw those videos, right? Yeah, terrible. Yeah, those and were those were actually there was, there was yeah, and the, but was, those those were bad actors who would have to brace their fall so as to not crack their skulls <laughs> open, and you could kind of tell, okay, that's fake. The AI stuff, as you correctly note, you won't be able to tell it's fake. Now you and I are in the content generation business. And it is these AI is coming for us. Now, if we were writers, it'd be even worse because the AI, the chat AI that's out there right now, it's good. I mean, and it will it will cull the Internet and find in real time and using its AI algorithms. And it finds and produces what seemingly very legitimate content, especially if you do not need to get hyper granular and hyper technical. Right. It's already good, and that's for writing. 
But then it's going to come to, uh, you know, like still photos. That's happening now. But oh, then yeah. it'll be video. And right. sooner or later, it'll be audio. It'll be bots that talk and sound better than us, have better voices than us, know more than we do, or more engaging than we are. Sports radio will, will be run by basically AI-generated fake personalities. And for those that, and I would say this to people years ago, like, oh, someday a, a, a bot will do my job. And they'll be like, eh, you know, any bot I'm sure could come up with a good argument based on internet information as to why Dak Prescott is not good enough to take the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. And I said, sure, they could do that. Uh, people say, sure, they could do that, but they have no personality. That people listen to sports radio and their you know, favorite talk show hosts because of their personality, their style, mm -hmm. their panache, if you will. Yes. And I said, well, the AI would learn its own personality and it That's would right. develop its own style and it would revi refine all of that as well as it goes along. Oh, come on. That's it. Okay. I'm like, it's coming. Thank God I don't have that many more years, years having, left. That's having to do this. But it's it's 100% coming. And then when we meld that with the advancements in robotics, we will have an unlimited number of Stephen A. Smiths to walk the earth spewing nonsense sports-wise. <laughs> and they won't have to have a health plan from ESPN. Are we sure that Stephen A. Smith isn't already an AI bot? I can't be certain. <laughs> it would explain a few things. <laughs> it would explain a few things. I'd like to be certain, but I can't for sure. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So, Brady, what was this post for? His Brady brand underwear? Don't know. Just I'm to, sure it was for to... something, but I, I don't know what. It just scrolled by my Twitter timeline. I don't know what I don't know what he was trying to accomplish with it. Maybe he's just trying to okay. maybe he's just trying to maybe he's just trying to look hot. Maybe he's trolling for dates. Well, I was gonna say, when Brady ends up with another woman, how are we gonna you know, how will the public what kind of what kind of girlfriend do they want Brady to have next? Do they want a celebrity? Who's the they? they? To, just the public. Like, what are the? What is yeah, the? Okay. What do you think the public appetite is for Brady's next girlfriend? Because he was married to the girl from Ipanema, the supermodel that is Giselle Bunchen, and so now you know he used to be married to and had a kid with uh, Bridget Moynihan, also lovely actress. Right. Who next? Who do they want next? You know, there with Rogers. There, there's always a lot of people chirping in on his uh, choices. Uh, from uh, Olivia Munn to Danica Patrick. Oh, yeah. And then this Shailene Woodley thing was a complete farce, but whatever. Um, that's over now, and he seemingly is just rolling <laughs> single. But Brady's been married, so who does the public want him to have next? It's a great question. Who would be the most compelling? What would sell the most, uh, well, not, I don't know if magazines count anymore. He's right? America's this, you know... greatest yeah. quarterback. He holds yes. a position in the athletic uh, pop culture firmament that is extremely exalted. He's one of the brightest stars in the sky. What about, is he America's most eligible bachelor right now? Uh, 1,000%, although he's got, right. who? Although he's got little kids who have to be cared for. I think uh, there's some number of women who are like, ah, I don't want to jump in that hot mess. Because you know any girlfriend who then does stuff with the kids would have to hear from Giselle via snarky text oh. messages of, you know, so-and-so doesn't take non-soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't you think that'd be the case? Yeah, that's that probably kids, true. That Giselle, the kid's mom, would be all up in the new girlfriend shit the first time she takes now, someone are on we a just, date. But are, are we showing our age right now? Is there probably is a super hot, very well-known 23-year-old actor who we don't know because we're aging out of the demo that knows who all the super hot 20-something-year-old oh. actors are? Act, you mean when you say actor, you mean actress? Well, actor. I'm talking about Brady. Is Bra if, is oh. Brady the most eligible bachelor, or oh, is there a, oh. yeah, a twenty no, something no, 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 who's a more yes. eligible bachelor than Tom Brady? Yes. No, there definitely are more eligible bachelors. We are aging ourselves out. We're just looking at him as a guy our age. So yes, yes, there are definitely. Yeah, I, more I, I, there probably are. So maybe not the most eligible bachelor, but he can still have his choice yeah. without a doubt. Um, LeBron is going to summit Mount Jabbar. And he mm -hmm. is going to be the all-time leading scorer. Some have said there's not as much hype about this as there should be. 
I'm not sure why, if that's true or if so, why. But here's the thing about LeBron I wanted to ask you. To me, Charge LeBron is maybe the greatest athlete who never moved the needle with me mm. one mm-hmm. way or the other. I never had love. I never had hate. I always looked at him like, yeah, he's great at basketball. He was tabbed and ticketed to be great at basketball from yeah. a long time ago, and he lived up to it. Where's the interest? Where's the intrigue? Are you that way with LeBron? And if not LeBron, is there another great athlete that never moved the needle for you, plus or minus? Um, I'm, I, I think LeBron. I think LeBron does have some really polarizing elements to no him. No question. Um, and that's you know I think he's tried mostly throughout his career to put himself in a position to not be disliked, but he's ta- he's ta- he's taken some gambles, right, including some political stuff. And then, of course, well, you know, for racial, those of us, racial accusations that were very thin, if not outright fabrications, like the slur on his gate in L.A. that was never photographed, and the police never had any hard evidence of it. They never found mm, anybody. You, you, yes. Are you aware of that? No. Tell me about this. He claims when he moved to L.A. when he signed with the Lakers that somebody spray painted a racial slur, hideous one, on his gate, front gate, uh, but called police, and by the time. The press got wind of it, and they went there. It had been painted over, he said. Oh, had and it. the police, okay, maybe. There was, there was no security camera footage at LeBron, LeBron James's house in L.A. No security footage. And the police never found a suspect. Wow. Yeah, very suspect. Uh, and there's been other cases yeah. as well. But I see I don't LeBron- take those too seriously, so that's why he never yeah. moved the needle for me. Um, here's, I think I'll give you the, I'm going to give you an athlete that is the undisputed best at his particular sport that almost nobody knows about and could just walk the streets of a major metropolitan city and nobody would know Roger Federer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Roger Federer would get recognized AF right away, bro. No way. He could walk the streets of Minneapolis and nobody would bat an eye at Roger Federer. You could put a tennis racket in his hand and nobody would piece it together. <laughs> I'm dubious of that. I think Federer is pretty well known. You think so? Facially think fa- well yes. known? You think, you know, I, if he's an American, players, it would be different. Okay. I was thinking a baseball player. How about Mike Trout? Yeah. Who would yeah, be more I mean, awesome incognito player. in street clothes, Mike Trout or Roger Federer? Federer for sure, Federer, I think. Here, I for sure. I don't think you could pick. Uh, I don't think you pick Mike Trout out of a uh, a family out of photo. a lineup with Manute Bull, Manute Bull and uh, Muggsy Bogues. Maybe. <laughs> well, well, the 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 joke is you couldn't pick him out of a photo of Duke Ellington's band which would be a white guy <laughs> in a black photo. And if it goes the other way, I say you couldn't pick him out if he was in a Osmond family photograph. I like it. But, yeah, I think uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a tough one there. Football players, of course, it's very tough because they have helmets on, so only the most famous of players. And if you're not a quarterback, good luck to you, right? Right, right. It's It's most – yeah, the helmet is definitely does change some things, and Federer's got that. I just think – if you were to if you were to put a delta between how good somebody was at their sport and their overall 
recognition and star star power and everything else, I think Federer would have the biggest delta. Right. Did you watch any of the Grammys? No, I stopped watching the Grammys, and I, I hate to go, like, old conservative man old on man. it. But gotta, all right, go ahead. Shake your fist. It's just, Tell it, it is. It's lawn. a shake my fist thing. You know, I do not need a bunch of musicians or actors or whatever to moralize from the podium. I just, I'm very turned off by that. Well, especially, so, especially when they had a, a musical number that was truly satanic. In this case, it literally, was actually, yeah, satanic. <laughs> You're like, don't, don't, don't lecture to me. But from a music standpoint, where are we at? Because musical tastes evolve and change and shift decade sure. to decade. And some people swear yeah. that the 90s were a, were a disorganized mess, that the 80s as a decade musically at least had some coherence and sensibility to it. The 70s, the same. But the 90s got way off track. Some would say the same thing about the 2000s. Where are we at in music? Because you're a music guy. I am. Well, where we, I think where we are now more than we've ever been is that you're talking about the tribalism we have of politics and other things. We have musical tribalism now because now you have a virtually unlimited amount of music in exactly the niche that you are most comfortable in exploring. You can say, I like these, you know, you can go to Spotify or whatever your platform of choice is and say, you know, start playing the handful of bands you like. And if they sound the same, Spotify is just going to feed you more of exactly what it knows you already like. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, the same bands and the same style. And so I think we are in a, an era that we've never had before where you can listen to an almost unlimited amount of varying bands that all sound effectively the same and you never have to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You, uh, you read a book about Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. It was his book, his own autobiography, Keith Richards. And there were a couple of fascinating things that came out of that, Say, The, the Stones were a uh, – when they formed the band, and it's, it was Keith Richards and Mick Jagger and some, some bit guys, and some, there were some early things where they, they moved some guys around. But they went from total unknown, where they weren't even really a functional band, to the Rolling Stones in six weeks. Get out of here. They they hit it so perfectly. What happened, and I didn't know I didn't know any of this. The they were all they're playing nothing but blues and they're playing like muddy waters and all this stuff. And that's you know, that's what him and Mick are playing, and that's what they were really into. And they start the band and they're just doing covers of blues classics. And then the uh, the UK, London, they're in London, and they're, London is so ready for blues rock, that, and they're all that there is. There isn't, there's nobody else playing it in London, but because it's really? all American music, nobody else is playing it. Wow. The beat, the, the one of the Beatles promotions guys gets fired from the Beatles, and he's all energized to do the next big thing and show that he can do another Beatles-like thing, and he stumbles on the stones, and he goes starts going to their live shows, and they're good. And he's like, I'm going to sign you to Decca, which is the you know the biggest label in the world at the time, and he did. And they in six weeks they went for they had a number one single. They went from starting the band to number one single in six weeks. 
It was a meteoric rise. They were, they, they, it was like nothing you even can comprehend. I had assumed that they had toiled for some number of years to get to stardom, but they, they had number one hits like right away. And they were, they were never schlubs. They never had to like carry their own stuff. They, you know, it was such a great run for them that way. And to get started that fast, unbelievable. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like the great Jason Aldean song, crazy town. I know you're not a country fan. But he says, you know, it's a song about how crazy the music industry is. And he said, you know, one year they repossess your truck. The next you make a couple million bucks. <laughs> yes. It, it, and, and that was it for these guys. They were talking about how we didn't have enough food. They're all skinny, you know, stuff like that. And then six weeks later, they're huge. And then most of the book, like the middle, like two thirds of the book is all Keith on heroin trying to write songs and mostly being successful in writing you know, all the classics came when Keith was all messed up on heroin. Well, they, uh, they did really well for themselves. And that's a fascinating anecdote. I'll have to definitely check that out. George is always my friend of pleasure, and I appreciate it. We will chat next week, all right? Lots of fun. Talk to you. Uh, we'll know the Super Bowl champion next week. We'll break it down, as they say. We'll break down the game next week. Who's your pick, by the way? Eagles won in a decided fashion. I'm still stuck by that beat. Yeah, my beat. That might be perfect. Right, very good. Thank you, buddy. Bye bye. See you, buddy. Make March Madness a money maker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit my bookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid like my bookie bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co